0: Hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of We Like Having Fun, an office hours live with Tim Heidecker recap show. Yes, yes, that is it. Um, I'm here with my brother Joe. Joe, how you doing?
1: I'm doing okay, Mike. I'm doing just great. That's fantastic. Uh,
0: The third leg of the Unholy Trinity Mike Tucci is with a sick baby today, so he will not be here. It's Ramona's first cold, a bad cough. He can't handle it. He says so. He is sorry to not be here. We have a couple of episodes to recap. Um, you know, pretty low. A couple of low-key, low-light episodes, as even the boys had been saying. Keep it light, and it's been pretty light. It's been, it's been nice. Good old. Classic office hours, nothing, uh, no big splashes. We've had some nice guests and some good stuff. I think, uh, let's start with this episode that just, we had this past week. I think it's a little fresher in our minds. Um, and, uh, I won't be able to pronounce the name of the guy. It's Frankie Kionios. Kion- It's not cojones um, as- they kind of joked about it's not cojones it's or something um and we had will chef from uh, i i always say okerville river but i think he said it's something yeah. different right Ockerville.
1: yeah i i didn't know the pronunciation i i would have known that i would just read it as it looks uh, as well so
0: urge overkill river
1: it's a Uh, Russian River we learned
0: we learned it's a Russian River um I'm just gonna call him Frankie uh and And um Frankie was uh you know a fun guy to have in the studio he was as Tim talked about in his letter just came out yesterday um you know, people were saying, oh, you didn't give Frankie enough time. You didn't have to ask him enough questions. I think I'll sort of agree with that assessment that he wasn't maybe just because maybe the audience doesn't know him that well. Uh, maybe we could have delve into who he was and what he's done. Towards the very end of the episode, he finally kind of explained how they know each other and that Tim had been executive producer of a show that he worked on some years back. And, and now he has his own stuff. But I. I don't know what his... He's got a new special maybe or something that some people said they liked or they knew. And yeah, I guess some of the the clarity of just like... I think when you have these guests on, you should probably just take a moment, explain to the audience... Other people, he does do this where, um, you know, he kind of tells us what this person's up to and how we might know them and and things like that. This one, he kind of just said, "Ah, let's just keep it light. Let's just chit-chat. And they just kept a really just kind of easy going show that didn't really get into many details about his life or very little of like the interview style thing you know i feel like uh the other guy the musical guest got more of that treatment maybe yeah. um and i think That's... it's because they were probably a little closer they were in a movie together and uh Ockerville river is maybe maybe more um
1: mysterious is, possibly
0: I don't know if it's mysterious, but it's just like, for me, it's more well-known. Like, I know Ackerville River. He's been around for a long time. I've been listening to that band, and I like them, and they're they're cool. It's not something I am constantly listening to or talking about, but um, I'm very Yeah, well, I,
1: I listen to them, too, but I, I just honestly didn't know anything, like, what the band was like or anything. It, it's just one of these mysterious indie rock bands that you know forever, but you don't really know anything either. Mm-hmm. It's not like I've seen this band play any, at any time. But I know of them for a long time. They've been around for like two decades possibly, right? Sure,
0: sure. Um, So, yeah. So, let's see. What really, um, you know, they kept saying they were keeping it light. And uh, that was kind of a theme there. Um, And... You know, I think the first half of the episode for me, it felt like the first half of the episode went by really fast. It was like suddenly, like okay, and now we have a musical guest. I don't know why that was, but for me, I itself, agree. I
1: I thought it went fast too. I, they they have like a lot of little segments now that they have to tick off one by one, and then they throw a couple zooms in, and before you know it, that first hour's gone. Like it, keeping yeah. it light it leads to you know a little like nonsensical things that happened in that first bit they had a, like yeah. a roger waters talk uh that i found amusing i thought maybe you would find that amusing uh, yeah i'm um, sort of in the opening area that,
0: i thought that was later i, I don't even remember i i am struggling to to remember what uh the city of the day is i do remember the it, activity of the day which was. Vic losing his wallet and saying he should get a chain wallet again, shouldn't be activity of the day. It should just be Vic's tips. They're just life tips. These aren't activities. These are just Vic advice column sort of a thing. Um, and then he then yes okay I guess he had the music news after that um with Roger Waters uh and
1: yeah they I'm went I little... remember what the the ad was also. It's not, I don't know why I, can't I usually remember. use my, like, I usually use like the, the Instagram? Oh, it was cocaine. It was the, the, oh, cocaine. the
0: no cane. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It was the no cane cocaine. And then that got into, uh, you know, Frankie talked about how he had, a he, he had a cocaine problem and, um, they went around the room and kind of guessed about, uh, who did cocaine what, if they've tried it and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's no, this no cane, I can't remember what it's called, it's called no cane cocaine or something, but really the this is something that Doug, I've heard talk about on the Poundcast and maybe even Office Hours about how there should be more drugs that you snort, even if it's just like a, you know, a Tylenol or, or just something like why is cocaine the only drug that you snort? Um, and I feel like this is just a further uh you know reach of that concept of the um snortable drug why is cocaine the only one you know like
1: well i think um, you could technically snort other things you, you just don't because it maybe is a bad time
0: yeah no there's there's other things you can snort i mean i i'll i won't be the first but i'll i will say that i in my own life i've experimented with snorting drugs and i've snorted other things. Other than cocaine, I think I've snorted maybe four other things
1: potentially. Uh, some of them you're supposed to, some of them you're not. Sometimes, when I was in elementary school, I smashed up some Smarties and snorted those, and yep. I got in trouble in my yeah. class. That that's was always no good. That's always a classic
0: thing that kids will try. It hurts real bad if you remember. If you remember as yeah. a child, it burns.
1: But actually creeps through your sinuses and then you're just like oh that's like i can taste the sugar in my yeah septum there you get
0: the drips
1: of the smarties there yes um
0: so yeah that was the no cane that started off this little uh sort of like you said just these little segments here that each one get their own little take the cocaine led to everybody talking about cocaine and frankie talking about his cocaine past um and then that led to Vic's activity of the day, which he talked about when he was walking his dog. He dropped his wallet and he should think about getting a chain wallet. And they said, nah, chain wallets are lame. Maybe you get like a elastic wire or something.
1: I have Did a you, chain wallet. You have I a still, chain wallet. You still like use a it. chain wallet. I like it because it's it like gets the job done. And I I can count many times where my wallet is... Fallen out, and I would have lost it, but my chain was saving it. So. Is your
0: chain attached to one of your belt buckle loops? Is that the idea?
1: Yeah, it, it's yeah, okay. attached to my pants, so uh, it has worked out. I I don't really care about style that much these days, so mm-hmm. honestly, it's not a problem for me. It's not a style choice for you. It's definitely util- utility. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I like it, so you know, I feel like. It's not super long where it's like really hanging down to be like a fashionable thing, but it's functionally a good system. Uh, If you go with uh, the elastic cord, I think that could work too. I just don't Mm -hmm. know where you get those exactly. Where are
0: you going to attach that? Yeah, that seems.
1: I think it's the same idea. It's just not a chain. It's it's like an Mm -hmm. elastic cord that maybe is like zipping back or.
0: But how long, so how do you get your wallet if you have to take something out of your wallet? It's long enough that it can come out in front of you
1: yeah like yeah it's in my back pocket and so then the chain comes around to my front loop and so it sort of hugs my my belt like as it as a belt goes you know and then you take it out plenty of slack for it to come up front. yeah there's a good enough slack for like for the access and okay you know certain pants can lead to more trouble but uh, Mm -hmm. you know it's usually working out um okay yeah I'd say go with the chain. If Vic listens to this, he could go with the chain.
0: Yeah. Chain's not bad. I'm not mad at the chain. I've never...
1: You can use it as a weapon if somebody messes with you, too. You could whip them. Whip them with it. If somebody's tries to steal your wallet, you just disconnect and whip them. Or maybe you don't want to disconnect
0: if they're trying to steal your wallet. but Okay, so that's the chain. Um, and then we went into... I think we went right into Vic's music news here, which was... I think the music news was that what was it roger Roger waters Waters. i know
1: what the news was what the news was that um uh he may may be like anti-semitic possibly or well i know they got there but
0: what was the original news i know he was like he showed the video about him and the signing thing he's got like
1: a skit a funny skit oh i've seen a picture of okay I saw a picture of him and like Joe Rogan's crew all sitting together, and I was like, "Ugh, that's not a great look." Yeah, so so Roger
0: Waters was on Joe Rogan where he came up with this comedy spit about Mark Zuckerberg, which was clearly so bad and strange for him to do that. Vic, you know, brought that up and they showed that video, and then that led to them showing him showing a video of him and him signing people's stuff and like not wanting to sign certain things like baseball. And Mm -hmm. that turned into this Roger Waters, Ken Burns thing that Frankie said, maybe it's cause Ken Burns did the baseball doc and you know, Tim really like what you're saying. They really like dug into these little concepts and like saw them through, which I think made the time go by, uh, without, you know, this is just what they did on the show. Um, and yes. Tim kind of skirted around this, I think I kind of feel the same way where Roger Waters says some things that are like, uh, maybe you're going a little too far here. His, his politics, you know, Matt agreed with some of his views on Israel. Again, I don't know if Matt's kidding or, or what's going on, but Roger Waters is very outspoken when it comes to these things more so than like maybe any celebrity. He tells his opinions about this stuff. He's been doing it for years and he's a political musician and political artist this is part of his thing he's been he's been like that since way back so you kind of got to respect his you know his uh stance
1: being i don't know his stance on being anti-semitic if he's like as blatant as kanye is i I don't know if i would like hearing about that but
0: tim claims to know some people behind the scenes that say that he is i actually know some people like some friends of friends I'm friends with one of my friends is friends with the, these two singers that they call themselves Lucius and they're his like singers they're like his great gig in the sky singer girls mm-hmm. and um, I don't know I I haven't heard this stuff about Roger Waters and I do feel like those two just sweet gals wouldn't want to be around somebody like that if it was so bad if it was uh, you know what people make it out to be jonathan wilson is another friend of a friend who um who played guitar with roger waters for many years maybe he still does actually
1: um so I, I've, I've always been more of a the rest of the band kind of fan of pink floyd you know like i i like all the pink floyd music but honestly i'm more of a gilmore leaning you know mason but the other guys uh, in the band i, I want to champion more
0: so yeah Roger Waters I'd say is a little obnoxious I'd say that David Gilmore for one post Pink Floyd has written a lot more music that I enjoy although I did kind of like that new Roger Waters record I thought it was kind of cool um but yeah I am also a Gilmore guy not like I don't like Roger Waters I do um but I I would just turn I'm just not turning on the wall so much. I am putting on animals. I like animals, um, which I think is well, more of a a water like, driven album. I like
1: all the music. I do still like all the music, but as far as like rooting for the people, like I, I guess you kind of don't care that much that Gilmore has control of the Facebook page and won't let Roger Waters have it because I think Roger Waters is obnoxious, you know. so Yeah,
0: you can't give him the uh, the platform with all those followers because he'll say something outrageous <clears throat> and. David Gilmore probably doesn't want to be a part of it. They talked oh, a little bit he? about Dave Gilmore during the COVID having these little things with his family. And I watched some of those they were kind of fun. Actually. They're, they're nice. It, se- it seems like he's just a nice boy. Um, and I saw Nick Mason a couple of times this summer. I saw him in Tuscany, Italy and saw an amazing concert. He has a great band playing old Pink Floyd songs. His band's called saucer full of secrets. And he did the echoes tour and it was absolutely such a fun night. He plays all the good old songs, basically all a Piper at the Gates of Dawn, a bunch of Saucerful, and he did a full, long Echoes. You know, the whole second set was basically Echoes and then a couple other jams. And he played yeah, Adam Hart. Told me about that. Yeah, he played Adam Hart Mother, for Christ's sake. I almost shit my drawers when I heard him. Like, it, he was, like, playing that song,
1: If. They, they barely like, pe- played Adam Hart Mother when they had Adam Hart Mother out, you know. In I know. The 70s.
0: They did, they did They did. have a tour where they played it. They did have an Adam Hart Mother tour, but it's tough to find a recording from there um, that's worth a damn. But anyway, he, he, they were playing that song, If, which is on Adam Hart Mother, I believe, on the second side, and then they just, like, kind of just suddenly... They wrote, like, a little medley where they were playing If and then just went into the Adam Hart Mother
1: jam. I feel like, like that's a Roger Waters' uh, early song, if he's, like, singing that. You're right.
0: You're right. That is an early ballad um but it's a good song and um yeah roger waters might even play that at his shows roger Waters has been touring he's i saw a post today that he said this is his farewell tour now he's calling it
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, i've heard that before yeah we have but i
0: I haven't heard that from him though he's been kind of been touring pretty heavily so i've seen the roger waters more current show a couple of times so i haven't been in a huge rush to go see it again um but if it came around somewhere where I was, I'd probably make a little effort to go. It's a good time. He always puts on a cool show with lots of cool lights and stuff. So it's enough Pink Floyd talk. I think I like to hear that Tim loves Pink Floyd. That it's one of the tops for him. It's definitely one of the tops for me. When you're talking of classic rock, I think for you as well. Yeah, um, I mean it's your fault that I that he's that I'm such a fan because when we were in when you were in high school, and I might have even been in middle school or something you started buying all those early pink floyd records Umaguma and uh you know kind yeah. of affected my brain from a young age some of the more crazy stuff and it seemed like back then every time you got it's not like it was as easy to get the albums and when you would it would be like oh my god oh shit metal wow it would be like oh this this month we you got metal and it was like oh we're gonna listen to the shit out of that and it's like you yeah. kept going further back and getting the different albums.
1: Yeah, there was lots of fun growing up years where Pink Floyd was a mainstay in our household. I do recall. Yeah, uh, it was frowned upon, I think, by our parents a little bit because then it was like a gateway into smoking pot. So. Yeah, and I don't think that? our I
0: don't think our folks really ever cared for Pink Floyd or listened to them that much. No. I think no, because not in at the all. classic rock world they they heard those same couple songs and I don't even really love those songs that got real famous, you know, like
1: Dirty Another woman. Brick
0: in the Wall and <laughs> Young Lust <laughs> and Even Wish You Were Here gets got so overplayed that it was like, Hey um,
1: Dirty Woman. Yeah. That's Young uh, Lust. Yeah.
0: That's that's the name a, of that song. Rotten. Yeah, not not, played song. (laughs) Not a great, not a great song. A good scene
1: in the film. Yeah, enough uh, Pink
0: Floyd talk, I guess. We Um, could just start a Pink Floyd talk podcast, probably. But so that that led. uh, I think Doug then got a segment. Doug did his funeral home update segment, which is a riff off of his EDM news. It was funeral home news. Um, Yes. I'd say maybe not as much of a success as EDM news. EDM news was much funnier, Um, but the funeral news was
1: entertaining. It it lacked a little bit of the excitement that the EDM news... EDM had had
0: the built-in names of the new EDM acts and him being able to say... uh, Mr. Dark or Mr. Black. Mr. Black or or, whatever it was. There was every other name out of him. When you're reading something serious, but you have those silly EDM title names, uh, it, it brings it to life. Whereas the funeral home stuff, it's a little much drier of of comedy there. Um, yeah, but it's still dry. Uh, but I like the swing. I like the effort.
1: Um, I heard yeah, a very strange. It? it wasn't a swing and a miss, was it? <laughs> I heard
0: a big swing and a miss.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> I heard during, a couple. When they were drops talking bass. I think. Yeah, in, he, in early Doug hunting. Or
0: Doug Orvick played a long drop of me talking about Matt's little body coming onto the stage, and how yes. I was giggling, and I was just giggling the whole time, or something.
1: Right, I I rewound I like, that. I was like, that was Mike saying that. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was at the beginning of the the Bell House uh, episode, um, which yeah i don't know i don't know where that fit in that's just a strange one it's a long strange drop they, to, to they were all quiet and let it play out. <laughs> yeah, i was like what no reaction i was just like okay i guess that one's maybe maybe for me um but uh okay then we had uh mr schiff come out and play a song i really liked it i liked the song um me too i thought it was it was kind of like at first kind of glance not glance but at first kind of listen when it started i was like okay we're gonna have a little little folk song you know not much maybe this isn't gonna do much for me but it kind of built and had a lot of lyrics that i started listening to and i think kind of like tim said he kind of zoned off and tranced out a little bit i kind of similarly did i kind of drifted
1: off i exactly had the same thought because tim then said oh i I want to like revisit that song a little bit and like he started playing it again a little bit and like i was having a similar thing of like oh that was actually a really good song after right after he finished playing it because
0: yeah like by the time it finished for me i was like back into it and i was like this is a good song like he's singing really well for him to just be here in the room with him and an acoustic guitar
1: that was a really strong performance absolutely uh, yeah it was very strong but you know i haven't listened to that music in a while like it's especially that band in a while but i always recall it being good you know like it was never like where you you just would be bored by it or anything like that so um it was
0: it never reached that like next level kind of bill callahan or or even like um who do i always put this in the world of the uh i'm blanking on his
1: name and it's there's a lift, and it puts out some shit that. Whereas this Oakerville River, I feel like the albums were spread out. See, I feel, know, like,
0: there o- I feel I, like there was a lot of. I feel like there was
1: a lot of Oakerville rivers. Does that make sense? Like they. I'm hearing you. I I, I was surprised that, to hear that he said there was nine albums. I was like, I don't even know if I've heard all these albums, but I thought that there was a lot of was, Oakerville
0: I, River albums. I, I I thought I remember there being a lot of Oakerville rivers, but I could be wrong. Um, Him getting
1: into explaining that it, it started when they were young in high school and it just became his band was seems about right with somebody who stays with it and people fall away, you know? That sounds about right with all these sort of bands that start like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what yeah. did it remind,
0: like Red House Painters? What is that guy's name from Red House Painters?
1: Okay, I can't um, remember. That's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, it
0: Sun Kill Moon?
1: Um, yeah, Sun Kill Moon. It became Sun. Or no, yeah, yeah, Sun Kill Moon. But the guy's name is also like a name. I mm-hmm. uh, can't remember. Mark Kozolik. But yes, that was another. Indie. Songs Ohio. Yes.
0: This is the world of like. Songs Ohia. There's another one. Yeah. So these are the. This is what the early indie rock, early two thousands. Magnolia Electric right Company.
1: There. Oh yeah, I like that band. Um, um this is
0: where Oak of- This is where Ockerville River, Cass McCombs, um, you know Mount Erie slash the microphones. This is the where B- Barnhart What you could slap in there. Potentially, he came a little later, I think. But either way, um. But for whatever reason, almost every one of the other bands I just mentioned, I think I gave more attention to than Ockerville River, and maybe I will go back and listen to some Ockerville River, cause I cause I like the guy now. Now that I've spent some time with him in the studio, I, I liked him. So
1: yeah, I'll listen to his new thing. I will. I I was uh, intrigued. I like uh like this modern not modern. I won't say it's modern, but like the folk music by younger people tends to be good. He's not even that young. He's like probably in his forties like us. So Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure how I'm, how to relate to something that's modern, but also doesn't sound like modern folk music at all. But um, Yeah.
0: I'll have to listen and see what the, like, what the, I'm listening to it right now actually in my ears just to see. And it's like nicely produced and like very pretty and um it's cool that he's a fan of of Tim and a very strange uh combo of him and this Frankie fellow, I thought. Um but he's such a nice polite guy that they both of them were so nice and polite that it that it played okay. Um I would say Ockerville River because of his musical performance and his just presence on the show, he could go in the old musical guest offy list, in my opinion, slash slash special guest. I think he did a nice job, sort of like yeah. the noveler style. It kept the flow going. He had interesting things to say. I've been writing music. I just got back from Nashville where I was recording. Can you believe this, Joe? One of my own songs that I sing and I play, and I was collaborating with my friend owen and he was helping me i mean my the song was already written but he was helping me kind of craft it and record it so when they were talking about writing with christian lee hudson who um you know me we and those guys are kind of friends with him too so i it was all like kind of coming uh it all like felt nice to me to hear them talk about exactly that stuff i I felt a lot of those vibes in my life just just last week. So it was real nice. Um,
1: a band I really liked from that time period was called Aspers, I just remembered. You remember a band called Aspers? I don't. They were super good. And um th- that would be right the same time period, uh, I think right there in like the early 2000s, but What about um, the Sadies? Do you remember a band called The Sadies? Yes, yes, I do know that band called The Sadies. I like them. Uh, well, I like their older albums from, like, the 90s. 90s, were they around? I think so. Maybe it was later. I don't know. I I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm can't remember if the Sadies are even the band that I'm thinking about. But anyway, um, so I'll say it was a nice episode. Um, I'm trying to think of, okay, so then they had... So Tim had this funny moment after where he said, "Me and Frankie had this moment during while wow, the song was happening, where they just looked at each other, and that was kind of a funny little hole they went down for a mo- moment there." If you recall, I was trying to
1: visualize was. what was happening there. I, I was only listening. I was t- wondering, is Tim walking over and giving him a kiss or on the lips, like at this moment? When... Tim was
0: st- so they were staring at each other's eyes, and uh, Frankie like made some very like serious looking faces. And it was just kind of very, it was was very silly and funny. And this kind of leads into this caller, this, uh, this guy court, who called in with the fantasy basketball, if you recall. Yeah. Uh, Which I'm glad they let that, that was a classic. They're about to cut the guy and they just let him go. And he brought something. And what he brought was this fantasy basketball, which is so, <laughs> such a stupid but funny idea. Like, I want to play fantasy basketball. And, of course, I and maybe many other people think of the fantasy sports games you play where you, like, mm-hmm. pick a guy and, you know, fantasy football or whatever. But, no, no, he wanted to play fantasy basketball where you just fantasize about playing basketball. Yeah. And all the guys, if you're watching, if you saw, they closed their eyes and they, like, really got into it, mm-hmm. including – uh, Will chef <laughs> who pulled a fast one and said, I would pull down a, a, a chain and thousand other basketballs would fall onto the court. And, um, uh, you know, yeah, like, very trippy, very silly. Good job by the, the hothead hotline guy. I'd say Tucci, when you listen to this, sl- throw that guy on the best call list. Cause he, he pulled one out somehow. Pretty funny.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. Like the fact that it, it didn't just get cut right away, by being like thinking about mm-hmm. the the silliness of it, but it was so simply um, just played out by each person putting themselves on the court. Like everyone at home, I'm sure was doing a similar thing, where they're like, "What would I say that I, my fantasy football basketball is?" And it's, it's such a simple, funny thing to to bring to the show and. I applaud it. It was a great job. So yes. very,
0: very one of a kind, very strange. And Tim went on to say, Hey, zoomers, you got to look out. These Lead hotlines are, they're doing some good stuff. And then Vic kind of slipped in a, yeah, I kind of wish we didn't have zoomers at all. Um, I think he kind of alluded to something like that. Mm-hmm. They they all kind of like looked like, yeah, that might have been something they've discussed in the past about Zooms and, uh, you know, how we have our yep. feelings about it. I think in this episode is a good example of not too many Zooms.
1: They might have even said during the episode that there wasn't even that many people on the Zoom.
0: Yeah, he said it's a little dry out there. Um, not a lot of takers or something like that, I think Matt had said. or
1: uh, There was a couple, like, weird people that tried to get into the show and that they were like just immediately like okay we gotta leave you like your sounds weird or you're getting slapbacks or yeah so maybe you weird, know
0: wo- yeah there was a weird woman
1: with like a the future she's in the future and well know. the
0: future of warbun was a was a hotliner too
1: okay well there was I, it's hard to keep track of it all because are yeah. listening a, that whole um second uh, second half, you know, where they had the Phil on there with uh, the the prank call thing. I, I guess we'll get into that next. Right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we'll talk half. about that now.
0: Yeah, well, we're in the second half now. Are you that, there? That all, I'm here. You got me. Hello. Yeah. Sir? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah I, can you hear me still? Okay. Yes, I can. Okay. Okay then. Um, yeah. So. I feel like we would be going to that second half now with. Um, yeah. We're
0: in the second half. We, this all happened in the second half. Those two hotliners happened in the second half and yes, the fart Simpson, Billy Joel call happened in the second half as well. Um, I thought this was okay. I I didn't, this wasn't cracking me up maybe as much as it was intended to, uh, I think just because the woman on the other line just kind yeah, of played it, along Yeah, was with a
1: lot it. of smiling I was doing but
0: yeah, the woman didn't really um push Yeah, I Go I ahead.
1: D- I was going to say the the woman she should have known that this was no good but like she just was wanting to sell her tickets so mm-hmm. so you know, innocently, I it didn't provide a lot of comedy on her end by being like baffled by it. At, there was so much overdub of the of the Joel hole being played in there that it was like, is this even working? Like, I, I don't know. It, it, it was a little strange.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I liked it. I do It felt like Phil. It, maybe it, it, put it left me
1: smiling a bit, you know, I wasn't well, laughing.
0: I agree. Um, I think that's kind of the sort of the, sort of the end of this episode. I don't have much else to say about this one. Um, pretty good episode. They did,
1: someone wanted some movie recommendations at the, at the uh-huh. very end of it, and I yeah. I felt like that was an opportunity there for Tim to like then make up a whole list on his post later. But I wanted to say like something about that because I like Shutter and I watch it like it's the only streaming thing I'm watching these days at all. Is all the horror movies and things, and I'm surprised Tim hasn't you know gotten there, isn't doing that. There's lots of good independent movies being made there. And, you know, he doesn't like Cronenberg movie. Like he just, he's missing out on some good stuff. I would say to Vic, The Brood, ever heard of The Brood? Like, have you seen that one? Sure. Existence, like there's tons of good Cronenberg. So I don't know. I I feel like I was sitting there like, "What are you nuts? You don't like Cronenberg?" I feel but, like we've okay. talked. mean Scanners talked, isn't that great.
0: We've talked about Cronenberg on this show. I think Tim's talked about Cronenberg. I don't, I'm not, I'm gonna say that Tim likes Cronenberg. I just think that he was like, I tried watching Scanners. Has anybody done that recently? It's a little bit, cra- great. <laughs> it's like not Scanners is not one of the better ones. That's for damn sure. I would never recommend Scanners to anybody. I would say there's about 10 no. other Cronenbergs before Scanners.
1: I like Scanners, but I I could know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend Scanners as the only Cronenberg to watch, though, like for sure. No, but it would be low on the list. Then he was like, can anyone recommend another Cronenberg movie as if he didn't know them? But um, Yeah, Vic chose okay. some weird uh, ones, should... too.
0: Um, the, the The horror movies that were being spat out, Vic picked a bunch that Deadringer. I didn't know. Yeah, Vic picked picked a bunch that I didn't know. Um phantasm, I don't know what that is.
1: Um Phantasm does rule actually. Uh I am a fan of Phantasm. Yeah, I assumed um, I'm assuming. Yeah, that, that's a good one.
0: I thought that at this point uh you would have liked this horror movie talking um chit chat. So um I'm surprised that they yes, yes, I that what they I went love. with it cuz the you know, the girl saying oh, I want to watch some scary movies it was Usually the kind of thing where they're like, eh, I don't want to talk about that. But they all were like, no, no, I'll, I'll I'll, mention some. And they all kind of mentioned some. And it seemed like Oakerville River guy had some input on horror movies. I think Frankie said that he'd seen Barbarian, which we've heard about the last couple of weeks on the show.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I've yet to, I have not seen that yet, so I don't want to spoil. hear any spoilers on that. But no. uh, I do want to watch that. I and... heard, from what I've heard, it's a, a go-in absolutely cold that's what i want and i hopefully can do it
0: mm-hmm. if it, if it comes it's out on hbo
1: max i think in like a
0: week so or maybe even this week i so. did i did
1: see uh three really good movies this week uh that would be sort of horror-ish i saw the northmen i saw men and i saw x well, oh wow okay all those well, how those, did you those see they're all really good i rented them from the library <laughs> for wow! Free, so
0: good job. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't. S- oh, I saw The Northman. I liked it. Yeah. Not as good as his other stuff, but
1: pretty good. I would say Men was terrific. Uh, and, uh, X was pretty fun, and Northman was pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. But I liked all of them. Yes. Hmm.
0: Uh, I want to know if uh, Tim is watching that new Lord of the Rings show.
1: Uh, I'm not watching it yet.
0: Well, it's finished. The first point. episode, the first season is finished, so now you can watch them all someday. Mm-hmm. Uh and yeah, I'm just curious because I know that he was a fan of Lord of the Rings.
1: Um he... he did say that he finished watching all of uh Twin Peaks. I saw that in his uh, post. Season 3. Yes. Uh I'm glad he said what he said because you know, he gets yeah. it. Yes.
0: I would've I would have thought he would have watched that back in the day. I've thought about rewatching that. I've only watched that the one time through, but
1: He was uh, shouting throughout the episode that he doesn't watch anything. Hardly anything. He doesn't watch movies. Like Mm -hmm. everybody probably feels that way because there's just way too much shit to watch, you know? So Yeah. um, Yeah. I feel the same way.
0: I, I I don't have a lot of when people ask me, What are you watching? I'm like, I don't know. I've been watching that Lord of the Rings and i fall asleep watching some other things sometimes but i don't know there's i always like feel like i oh i would like to watch that and, and then i never do um try to think i watched a movie recently i watched everything everywhere all at once
1: i got that from the library to watch next It's pretty good <laughs> so yeah it's pretty yeah, good i'm gonna watch that next um but i i watch shutter like every single Night, you know, like I, I can't get enough of that. So, hmm. anyone out there who likes horror movies, that's the channel to get. Still although waiting, although night, you don't really still need have my password. So,
0: <laughs> I'll get that password. What's that? I said, I'll get that password
1: from I, you. I thought I gave you that password. I I the
0: wrong password so. um, I'll,
1: I'll have it to try again. It
0: okay, so the other episode that we'll cover real quickly because it's from a couple weeks ago. I don't think either of us has a bunch to say about it that the Chapo boys at the Chapo trap house guys who apparently yeah. have a very successful Patreon that I did not know about that. I don't think I'm going to go look into and Daniel Romano who's a name. I don't think I'd ever heard of. I don't know if that kind of music was anything I'm rushing out to listen to in my life. Um,
1: Mm-hmm. so I, I haven't i didn't hear of the musician i i didn't mind the music i i also might not rush out and do anything else about it say them yeah the
0: music wasn't really for me i don't think but i see that he yeah. has like some weird stuff out there
1: yeah i you know there was nothing wrong with the music i just wasn't like getting excited about it too much but as far as chapo the chapo trap house i i don't know i'm the I found I'm a little smug, you know, so negative about. I might be on. It might be just that I'm want to be more optimistic or just like hopeful, and maybe that's so silly. But um, I don't know, I, I, I'm not that into that kind of political nihilistic point of view, sort of like burn it all down stuff, but.
0: Yeah, Yeah. it's it's um, it's kind of a drag. (laughs) It's kind of a drag. I think I I think I tend to agree with not really the outlook and like the I think I agree that both sides of the political spectrum in the United States are both disgusting and doing a terrible job. And they could equally be uh, laughed at and and sort of hated. And
1: um, well, one side we should we should goddamn fascism. And, you know, there's one really extreme a bit Mm -hmm. of that and then you know others another side that is just political and not so great but I think that I think the reason to get
0: mad right now I know what you're saying but I think the reason to get mad right now is that you don't have like you're like the people that are fighting against that are maybe I don't want to say just as bad but they're like using things that are like quote-unquote good in order to um you know win elections and stuff but really they don't care and they're like behind the scenes like may I don't want to say just as bad but like you know the hope of uh of good it's like a, it's like the, the right hand like you know that they're terrible they say clearly the things they say are terrible and it's just like okay yeah I don't like them they're terrible um but then the people on the left are like saying things that like oh no I think that that's good and, but like it, it behind closed doors they're like only saying that to get your vote and they're not really changing anything. They're greedy. They're awful and they're, they're potentially worse because of that. Cause they're like lying, you know, like, so I can see why you could get so fed
1: up <clears throat> with all of it. Um, I do see that, you know, it's, you can be someone who is more hopeful and wanting to see, you know, maybe you get the numbers in Congress to go your way and so more things could be passed and but you have to like settle for things that are not in your, not your favorite things of all time, but not fascism, they're not fascism, they're not like going to ruin democracy if you go the other way, like there's just no choice to, you have to sort of be forced into voting for things that you might not like versus the worst shit of all time. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's a it's bummer, a, but it's yeah, also yeah. just like, I want to be more hopeful. I don't want to be like the nihilistic person point of view that because it's, you know, it, anything that would like talk somebody out of voting, I think is a bad move, you know? So, like, somebody might hear these guys, you know, say, oh, you know, Herschel Walker is going to win and this and that and be like, why should I vote then, you know? But
0: No, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't agree with their... Um, like, I can see why they're fed up, but I'm not listening to those guys. I'm not rushing to go on their podcast. I'd never heard of them. That's the last kind of thing that I'm interested in. And I really didn't think that they were terribly funny. Um, I know they were trying to be... Uh, but some of the bits and some of the things, and when they jump in and they were kind of, like you said, a little, they're like confident in their, the way they talked about things, a little pompous or something, maybe that I I felt that it's just not the best mix for with Tim, who has a little bit of that energy, whether it's jokey or not. Like he, he has enough of that, that when you have some other guys in the room that are just real sarcastic and, you know, just kind of, I don't want to say cruel, but just, you know, kind of cold and, yeah, nihilistic or whatever. Um, smug. It does. Rigid. Yeah, smug. It doesn't. Doesn't make for like a very fun. Ooh, I just want to listen to this all day. You know what I mean? It's just like. Oh.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's sort of like what I don't ever want to listen to when it like for politics, like people like that is just what I sort of avoid because I, I tend to like lean toward things that are just more factual and uh, more you know positive possibly just because politics sucks already like i don't need an added worry or an added like bit of satire to like make me feel worse possibly so yeah i don't know i, I don't want to say that, that i didn't think i don't want to turn anybody you know turn anybody off of them who already likes them obviously but for me not for me exactly no sure i don't think i i don't really care
0: um yeah it's not for me i'm not trying to say hey if you like him you're an idiot like them you're an idiot but i kind of do think you're an idiot if you love them and you're giving them money for patreon find something else to do with your life bring a little positivity into your life um that's what i'll say so that's the chapel boys daniel romano performed we talked about it It just fine he was also extremely dry and like kind of not you know he was a little too cool for school we had uh, Doug's EDM. Um, yeah. Uh, EDM reading. We had a oh we had the Python pillow, right? right? We had yeah. the Python pillow, which did make me laugh. Uh, get get choked out. Get some sleep guaranteed. I liked that very funny image there. Um, Python
1: pillow worked for me. Yeah, I'm looking at it. It almost looks like Doug is in the picture here. It does but, look a little like Doug, but it, it's not Doug. <laughs> it's like a, it's a scruffy Doug, maybe in this picture.
0: I'm not sure,
1: but uh, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, I thought that was maybe the highlight of the whole episode, possibly, and it, that might seem wrong to say, but this this episode was not memorable, and you know, it wasn't bad but it it mostly just went by and i i couldn't even recall too much about it you know so um
0: well i'll tell you what when after that episode aired and i considered hey should we plan on doing an episode on monday after i listened to that episode i said yeah let's let's wait for another one we can we can cover two it's not a this isn't like we've said before it wasn't a get out there and uh, um you know, uh, you know, rush out to record kind of a thing, you know?
1: Yeah. It, it, sometimes there'll be one of these episodes that you can maybe sit on, but then when you're a, far, a full week re- removed from it, it does tend to just fall away where like, what was even said? Like if you don't get right on it, you you might not remember anything. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so that, but that might be just on me because I have, uh, a lot of things going on, so... Um.
0: Yeah. Um, this guy just sent me a picture of the North Park Theater with our movie uh, title on the marquee, which is very nice. This Wednesday, if you're in the Buffalo or Western New York area, um, you can stop by on Wednesday, October 19th at 7 p.m. for a screening of a film I directed... Me and my buddy wrote the film, we're both from Buffalo, and it's playing Wednesday at 7pm at the North Park Theater in Buffalo. Um, So, that's cool, and uh, that should be exciting. Um, And I think that's a good transition to say goodbye... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I literally just yep. got the text. Like, okay, so yeah, Wednesday that's happening Wednesday. I'll promote that. I, I don't know if we have any listeners in the Buffalo area, but if we do, um Wednesday there'll be a bunch of pals up there. Joe said he might come. I hope he does. Um and um yeah, tell your friends, tell your fam come on up. It's a movie about some experiences I had in Sicily. It's uh you know, a personal film to me. And, um, we were able to film in some of the towns where, where our family, our great grandfather was born and Matt Wayne's great grandparents. We filmed in his town and, um, you know, it's, it's a cool little story. And we filmed a lot of it in the town that I now live in some of my life in, uh, in Sicily in Trapani, Sicily. So, uh, that should be cool. I've never seen it in an actual movie theater. I've seen it at a couple festivals, like on projections of like in rooms that are not actual movie theaters, but like rooms where they had a projection and a screen outside. Okay. I've seen it, but never in a real movie theater with like the real,
1: that'll be thrilling. Cause that's like one of the most gorgeous film or theaters in our city. I think I would want to say it, that is, it is, it is. Yeah. Um, maybe the Riviera theater would be the closest thing to it.
0: Yeah. But the North park still shows movies and it's an enjoyable little place to go. And it's, uh, we're going to be meeting up at the, uh, the burning Buffalo bar just down the road for before and after the the movie to, uh, talk and have a drink and and say hello. So I'll throw that out there. Um, Joseph Allen art is, uh, where you can see Joe's art. Um, check it out on Instagram, check it out at his website, com. Go check out Mike Tucci's graphic design at Mike com, And, uh, I think that's it let's uh i don't know if we have a show this week oh yeah wait, tim did put out this list of his his hundred or whatever favorite he put out this big list of movies that he likes
1: i thought it was very un tim like but i thought it was nice it was cool um that some he, good solid choices on there i can't say yeah. i've seen every single thing but i i've seen i think everything almost everything and i, I would agree that they're great movies uh to choose Mm -hmm. A lot of... There's not that much horror on the list, though, and... uh, The Shining is on the list, so... Shining... There's Kubrick on the list, yes. A lot of Kubrick. Kubrick's on my list. Uh, Kubrick's... Lost Highway made the list. I was happy to see. Huh. Uh -huh. Oh, good. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, Tim, I might give some suggestions to Tim on some movies that he needs to watch. Yeah.
0: Well, you should put a little note in the... uh... In the thing, because he said, "Hey, if I'm missing any, uh, tell me." So.
1: Yeah, uh, and then he'll watch him and say, "I hated it." <laughs> uh, I don't think he would do that. I think he's pretty open that's what, to that. how he, of... he is. He like won't like it. anybody's.
0: I don't know if that's true, Joe. You think that's true? Yeah, I'm
1: just joking. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. What that he would that he would say he hated the thing? Yeah, possibly. He, well, I don't know. Depends on what you Think recommend.
0: True. true. Uh, okay, give us one recommendation, Joe. One movie rec right now before we go. Maybe something for the Halloween. You know, the, something scary that's good that maybe people don't know about that I can even take. I want it to be real good though.
1: Oh, um, uh, I I would say, Brain Dead. Um, back, brain Dead. Uh, is it Brain Dead? Dead Alive. Uh, um, not dead alive. Um, Brain Dead is a movie that's on. Uh, Tim had mentioned that he, the Criterion Station has like an '80s uh, thing, and so that's featured in there. It's also on Shudder, but uh, that's a that's the really fun watch. I, I recommend that. Well,
0: Brain Dead was also the name of Dead Alive,
1: the Peter Jackson. It's movie. not the. De- it's it's not that. It's different. Has it got oh, Bill brain Pullman, damage, in it. brain damage it's called brain damage my bad okay. i have brain damage. damage trying to think of it okay so brain damage it's by a director who did a movie called basket case and frankenhooker okay and uh it's, it's comedy horror it's amazingly good i i would love it i think it's so good so um okay 1988 uh, there's a good one to watch it, it's on the criterion station if you get really? that yeah okay. it's like one of the features of the month but it's on shutter too and uh well that's brain I, well
0: brain uh, I dead recommend brain dead also known as dead alive brain damage i know but brain I'm, damage I'm just, my, i know i know brain damage is joe's recommendation oh okay i'm going to recommend dead alive brain dead brought it. brain dead dead alive that's peter jackson's another
1: uh yeah it's think, another uh classic for the this month for sure that's a, and it would probably be on on par with like a little there's a little humor in on that one too it's very funny and gore
0: very very yes. very funny very gory one of peter jackson's early movies
1: um uh, don't watch meet the feebles though because you'll you'll have nightmares after that maybe i've
0: seen dead i think we saw dead alive in the uh the theater once
1: we saw dead alive at the theater that your screening is going to be happening at so at the north park theater right we did we saw it together fantastic
0: okay well that's a good cycle loop around and we will see you next week have some fun watch some watch some silly movies watch bad taste and uh, brain dead and brain damage let us know what you think and we'll see you on Wednesday at the North Park Theater in Buffalo take care everybody have a good one Bye -bye. bye 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 bye